Hello and welcome to Wine Blast, brought to you from self-isolation by the combined power of the internet and wine. I'm Susie Barry and I'm here as ever with my husband and fellow master of wine, Peter Richards. Now, um, I don't want to be funny here, but um, how to say this, it, it was noticed um, and remarked upon that in our last episode with Potion, you sounded a little bit... Um, Horse, uh, <laughs> croaky. Um, your voice was dodgy. Anyway, questions were asked, um, and you know, mm. we need to understand the reasons. I think well, you know, was it cabin fever? Uh, was it because you <laughs> necked that entire bottle of Chambol Musini, um, or was it just from shouting at the kids and or me? Uh, I think people deserve an explanation. You are so mean. Well, fair enough. <laughs> I think those are all fair and, and rational questions to ask, especially knowing me. Um, the truth, as you know, is a bit less exciting, but equally slightly embarrassing. You are so, so mean to make me confess to this. Um, yeah, as a former actress and performer, I do love to sing. And I may just have been singing a little bit too much over the past few weeks to anybody who'd listened to me, quite frankly. Um, so that is my embarrassing confession. And that is why, no other reason, that is why I was a little bit croaky. OK, all right. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, singing, we all <laughs> sing in the shower. I suppose, you know, and you're actually a very good singer. But um, the you. most important thing here is that I'm off the hook. I think yeah. you are. You, you are definitely. Shouting. We've, we've got it live. We've got it on the record. You weren't shouting. Not you. Fine. Not you, darling. Okay. That's, no. that's, that's absolutely the only thing that matters. Um, and you know what? I've come up with uh, another way to save your precious vocal cords. Mm. Is that just telling me not to not to speak? <laughs> no, I'd never do that. <laughs> I've been playing around on the internet. Really? Yeah, what yeah, a surprise. Yeah. Something I think we've all been doing a bit too much of mm. uh, recently. But I found this genius little gizmo called uh, Speak Pipe. Uh, it, it's an online service, basically, that allows people to press a button record a brief voice message um, and send it straight over to us. Mm. Uh, it's absolutely genius. And and the idea um, would be for our lovely listeners, you lovely lot, to send us in your burning wine questions for us to answer on the show. Oh, brilliant. So, so people, people send their questions, mm -hmm. we play them out on the show and then yeah. we answer them? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So it's like a sort of a private concierge service yeah, isn't yeah, it? people get to sort of star in the show and then we are at their service mm. but i mean what what if people ask rude questions or, mm. or personal questions I, I love where your mind is at on this um i don't know <laughs> i'll just give them to you <laughs> you can answer those ones. so oh. here we go any rude or Thanks, personal everyone. questions just send them in address to susie <laughs> uh, and she'll be put on the spot um i don't know um, we can we'll, deal with we'll them. See. Anyway, I'm, Whatever I'm sure happens, we our can listeners deal with anything. are very nice and very sensible people. They've certainly been very nice so far, haven't they, with, with the comments about the show, yeah. for which thank you all. We really, really appreciate it. Please keep them coming in there. Um, anyway, I, I just thought this idea was sort of ideal for these lockdown times. You know, we've all got, all got lots of time. <laughs> we've all got questions on our mind. Uh, we could all use a bit of entertainment. And equally, you can do this really, really easily. It only takes 20, 30 seconds with your phone from the sofa, whatever. Phone's definitely best for sound quality. Um, just hop on our webpage, susieandpeter.com forward slash podcast, uh, and you'll find the orange speak pipe button on there. Um, and we also put it out on Twitter and Instagram. Brilliant. So I think we need to move on now. Mm, always moving on. Particularly because I'm really excited about our guest today, who mm. has a few surprises in store for us. Yeah. So Alex Hunt, he's not only the purchasing director at Berkman Wine Cellars, 
he is also a seriously, seriously accomplished musician. He's just a talented man, isn't he? He's a very, he's brilliant. And he has very kindly allowed us, wait for it, mm. to play some music from his new album. Woo! I mean, isn't that cool to say, I've got a new album out. I'd I'd love to be able to say that, but I don't think I ever will. But uh, but Alex has, and he yeah, and it, we've listened. It, it is yeah. beautiful music. It's amazing. But we're going to talk about that more in, in a bit. But um, the original reason that we asked Alex to chat was to do with uh, Berkman's brilliant Help for Hospitality initiative. Now, I think we all agree these are super challenging time for all times for all businesses. But Berkman is a historic wine supplier and importer that's traditionally focused on the hospitality sector, hasn't it? Sort of restaurants and bars. Mm. But that trade has almost totally dried up um, since the lockdown started. So Help for Hospitality is about Berkman completely changing its business model um, and, and starting to deliver wines direct to, to, to normal people like us. It is, it is. But, but, but the beauty, the additional beauty of this scheme is that they're not only offering um, a 5% discount to everyone who orders the wines, but more importantly, they're actually donating 12.5% of the order value back to the hospitality industry. And that's going to provide cash, which is mm. just so urgently needed. Mm. Um, and it's also a way that you can support, we can all support our local restaurant or whatever, because some of those funds can actually be donated directly to your favourite local restaurant, that same same local restaurant. Or if you want to, you can just earmark it for a, a general fund that also includes the Drinks Trust charity, which is, um, again, doing fantastic work supporting people who've been uh, hard hit in the drinks industry by the coronavirus uh, fallout. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's hear from Alex. And, and I started by asking him to introduce himself. Of course, I'm Alex Hunt. I'm a master of wine. And for the last 14 years, I've been in charge of the buying of Berkman Wine Cellars, uh, a leading independent distributor and importer based in the UK. And can you just tell us where you're talking to us from? Because this audio sounds, um, sounds pretty good. That's very kind of you. I'm talking to you from the recording studio at the top of my house. Um, that's a, it's a little bit of a sideline. And uh, so I thought it's not getting much use at the moment. Why not? Um, well, we all appreciate the quality, but let's talk about this sideline briefly at the moment. You know, um, you're a celebrated musician um, as well as a wine guru. You do, you do many things, don't you? I love the fact that you've got a recording studio at the top of your house. Um, you helped produce um, the satirical UKIP the Musical, didn't you? And, and you were a leading light in the uh, UK wine trade rock band Skin Contact. You, you probably have many more plaudits too, but... Um, have you have you been keeping yourself entertained with music at all has music been important it, it has been in fact um a couple of weeks ago uh, i launched an album that i made with with two friends two very talented musicians and uh, on the the night the clocks went forward during that lost liminal hour between one and two our second album dropped the band is called umbrella birds one word the album is called closing ceremony it's available on all streaming sites and it is seeming to provide people some comfort in these rather difficult times. It's quite soothing, but not sentimental. And it's going down well so far. So check it out. Congratulations. That sounds absolutely fantastic. I wonder if we could uh, sample a little bit of the music. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But um, I, I, will, I will go on, go online, find it and buy it. it sounds absolutely wonderful. Perfect. For the, uh, we, need, we all need a soothing balm in these times of trouble, don't we? 
<laughs> I, I think so. And of course, you know, I'm spending much more time concentrating on liquid bombs than, than auditory ones, but this is just a little bonus. So talking of which, um, business, wine business has been super tough lately. Your business, I imagine, has been impacted massively. So could you just give us a sense of the challenges that you've been facing? Absolutely. Uh, the majority of our customers are uh, restaurants, bars, hotels, cinemas, clubs, and pubs. Uh, the on-trade, as we call them in the biz, and those are exactly the types of outlets that have been obliged to close uh, in response to coronavirus. Um, and so 85 to 90% of our customers are doing effectively no business right now. Therefore, we're still operating full service to the remaining 10%. The, the retailers, supermarkets are buying, independent merchants are buying, fine wine brokers are buying. They're all doing very well and, and not surprisingly. So we are there to support them and the sales are good. But uh, of course, that's a small part of our business. And for our customers that really form the core of our uh, our customer base, it's incredibly difficult for them because they, unless they can offer a, a limited takeaway uh, service, perhaps they really have no business that they're able to do. And that's why we launched an initiative last week called Help for Hospitality. Yeah, I um, wanted to ask you about this. This has gone down um, really, really well. It's made a big impact. I mean, as we say, some people are doing quite well at the moment, you know, online deliveries and whatnot, off-trade uh, are selling, but the on-trade has been massively hit. Um, and uh, what we've started to see is, is, is some people launching initiatives to really help and to benefit other people. And, and this certainly seems to be one of them, Help for Hospitality. So just give us a few more details about that. Help for Hospitality is a direct-to-consumer delivery service that we've started up. So Which you, really, you haven't done that before, just to be clear. We, that's not we haven't done this, but it's not. Um, we're, we're really uh, built to service the trade, and that's what we've been doing for the last 56 years. Um, it, it, we started out servicing restaurants uh, purely and expanded from there, but never launched a direct-to-consumer offer like this. Um, we've pivoted the business very fast because these are really the only opportunities um, to deliver to, to people at home. And as part of that, we still wanted to build in some support during these extraordinary times for the customer base that has served us for more than half a century and that we've partnered with so closely. So for anyone ordering for delivery through Help for Hospitality, and that's with a, a four, help number four, hospitality, uh, we are donating 12.5% of the order value to our on-trade customers, to the restaurants and, and so on, who can't operate at the moment. And there so are that's, two ways that's going that directly to the people who, who, who are struggling, the bars, the, the, the restaurants, and et cetera, et cetera. Exactly that. There, there are two ways that we're channeling the, the donations. Uh, one is specific outlets. Uh, when they, they send out a voucher code to their mailing list, and then those those patrons of the the restaurant the, the venue whatever it might be can use that voucher code to ensure that their 12 and a half percent is funneled directly to that outlet um, so this is a way month for people, during the campaign people can support their favorite their local restaurants that's absolutely the idea exactly that um and then if uh, a, a consumer wishes to make a more general donation and wants the money funded to uh, to charities set up to support the industry in general, then there is a code that they can use to indicate that. And then the 12.5% the will be split between 
the Drinks Trust and Hospitality Action. And just a very quick word on the Drinks Trust. Um, this the, it was a charity was known as the Benevolent, um, but they're aiming to provide financial support for a couple of thousand people. Is that right? In the drinks industry, who've been affected directly affected by coronavirus, maybe made redundant in the supply chain, or or in the off trade or on trade. Exactly. There's a charitable grant that I believe they set up and, and it's to support those individuals who are, are really badly affected by this. And how's the campaign, the Helpful Hospitality campaign going so far? It goes off to a, a flying start uh, at the end of last week, thanks in no small part to Ollie Smith, who gave us a great shout out on Saturday Kitchen. Mm. Uh, we saw a, a really strong response to it from that. And so now we're developing the next wave of offers, new mixed case selections, ways for people to replenish their supplies after Easter uh, to, to keep it coming. It's been so positive, uh, I must say, the the reaction from from the press from our customers we have 180 at least of our on-trade outlets signed up to participate in the scheme spread the word and get their donation in return and also our suppliers this is the side that i'm managing now is to see how they can get involved not just on social media but we're getting amazing pledges of uh, extra stock that they're donating to the cause and will be added into the bundles uh, of, of donations that are going to our customers so these are your wine suppliers the wine producers all around the world who, who supply wines to you exactly the, the positivity is a wonderful thing which you mentioned i think we're hearing this from a lot of people how people are pulling together uh people recognize there's an issue and want to support and, and it's just great to see what do you think the longer term impact on the on trade on restaurants and the like is going to be? I think it's going to be potentially quite serious because it is a, a very cash hungry business. And although the government initiatives are right and useful, they are taking some time to come through. And we're already seeing closures in the industry because people have run out of cash and a grant in May is no good when you can't pay the rent in April. So really, we need the government to, to fast track this, uh, these initiatives, if at all possible. I appreciate that it's massively complicated and unprecedented. Um, but for the help to have the maximum impact and to save jobs and businesses in the future, then uh, the sooner the better, because every week that goes by, I would imagine that more people will be forced to close their doors, which is the last thing we want to see. So Rishi Sunak, if you're listening, um, get involved and let's let's try and fast track these things uh, alex thank you but before i let you go i want one final answer from you please which is what's your ideal quarantine wine oh wow okay um i think it needs to be something that is both soothing and evocative something to relax the mind and then transport it outside the confines of my home to another place and the place that I tend to want to be transported where you can be transported more singularly and particularly than any other is of course burgundy so as my stocks of other wines deplete that's what i'm going to be saving for when times get really desperate soothing and evocative like uh, like the umbrella birds closing ceremony indeed perfect analogy yeah it all links back <laughs> you'll be you'll be playing the album on repeat drinking burgundy in your recording studio there's a picture for us to end on alex hunt Thank you very much indeed. Peter, thank you. Isn't he amazing? <laughs> and not just because he's clever and articulate and the Helpful Hospitality Initiative is brilliant and all that stuff, but, but the sound quality he's got. 
you know, um, I'm in awe. Uh, and I'm also slightly terrified, to be honest, uh, that he's going to be embarrassed by our amateurish technical abilities on he's this, on not, this, on this podcast. He's not. He'd never do that. No, no. He's too nice. And he's, he's very nice. forgiving. Mm. And actually, the proof, proof of his niceness is the mm. fact that he agreed, after you finished recording, didn't he, mm. to send us some Umbrella Birds tracks for us to play. Mm. So let's give it a whirl. Yeah, come on. Uh, Umbrella Birds, to be clear, are Sam Blicken on vocals and Lewis Daly on guitar and vocals. Now, they write the songs uh, and Alex does the arrangements and production. This is a snippet from the lead track from their recently launched album, Closing Ceremony. Further in, not further is just beautiful. Mm, mm. We've actually had this album on repeat since interviewing Alex and it's it's just amazing. Yeah. Soothing mm. balm for our times. Yeah. yeah. And we let we'll actually have another track uh, to play us out too, so another treat. I know. We can look forward to that. Um now in the meantime, uh I don't know about you but but music makes me thirsty. I think I think <laughs> I'm starting to realize you know, doing this podcast. I think everything makes us thirsty, <laughs> doesn't it? things make us thirsty. It's rather dangerous. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's keep moving. Um, we've got handily some some wines to try, haven't we? Some wines from Berkman's Helpful Hospitality uh, selection. So um, should we dive in? Absolutely. Let's go. So before we start, the first thing to say is that we had a rather nice delivery this week, didn't we? We did, we did. Deliveries kind of, nice deliveries just lift the spirits, don't, don't they? And, and this was a particularly nice one. So we had some glasses, um, some lovely Jancis Robinson Richard Brendan uh, glasses, the one wine glass to rule them all. Um, <laughs> it's, they're, they're, it's super elegant, isn't it? And this it was the first tasting to... we did with yeah. these glasses. Yeah. And it's, they're really lovely to taste from, yeah. really lovely. So uh, we're going to put all the details mm. of those on our website if you're interested in, interested mm. in getting hold of them. So tasting. So what we're tasting now are Berkman wines. Um, now on the site you can order individual bottles but there are also four mixed cases. Mm. So we've got four <clears throat> wines here from the Spring is in the Air case. Oh a great name for a case and, and, and perfect. Um, and um, yeah I was going to say something really interesting though but I can't really remember what. Can't remember no. never mind. No, no that's what it was. Move on? <laughs> it was the wines <laughs> the, the Spring is in the Air case has just been released so this is brand new out there we've got some recommendations from it and um, we kicked off with a Prosecco didn't we? We did. Which is um, not necessarily our usual hunting ground no, these days. No but I mean I think for less. the summer we I, I, I you know I know a lot of people can't stand Prosecco mm. I am not in that camp I think it's a really lovely drink it's not like champagne it's not like English sparkling wine it is what it is and I think a good Prosecco is delicious. It lifts my spirits. Now that's that's important to say because you know since they uh, since the appellation got much bigger, which it did recently. Yeah. Uh, I think it's fair to say that quality is is more variable than it's ever been before. It without is without wishing to be rude. You know there are well, some proseccos out there which are. Oh, yeah, really uninspiring. I mean, normally we would say look for DOCG on the label. This is actually a DOC. This first one, it's Casa Canavel Prosecco DOC. 
it equally though is lovely. So DOCG's slightly higher. DOC is thought of as, as a slightly broader regional mm, mm. Um, uh, denomination. But this is a very nice Prosecco. It's beautifully packaged and I, I'm a a big fan of of a beautifully packaged uh, wine, and it's just very classic, isn't it? It's upfront. It's fruity. It's lovely. It's gorgeous. Mm. It's attractive. It's spring-like. It's just fresh. And th- the most important thing for me was that it's not too sweet. It, it's, it's really well sweet. balanced. So it's actually really Moorish. It's it's extra dry, which is always confusing because extra dry is actually slightly sweeter than brute, uh, but it's not in any way sickly. No, I think within that context, it's it's, it's at the drier end of that, but it's yeah. really well balanced. It's well made, and and can I can I just because we do, <laughs> we we did taste these before, and I just want to uh, pick you up on some of the vocabulary you were using oh. about this this prosecco, which I think oh, you dear. need to. I think it's just so hoity oh, toity. I mean, you know, what did you say? You said chalky minerality. You said <laughs> you said uh, apricot blossom. Did you or did you not say? You know, white flowers. I may have said white flowers. I may have said apricot blossom. We need something to cheer ourselves up in this lockdown situation. Well, this is laugh at you and your and your fancy <laughs> tasting notes. Fine, done. I'm what do you want to say? It's very nice. I <laughs> liked it's very, it. It's very, very nice. Quaffable. What's, what's more, it's only eleven percent alcohol. It is so so, so more and norm, more normal price for that one. If you're not ordering it as part of the spring case, which is about one hundred thirty-two pounds, normal price for that one's fourteen seventy-five, which I think is really reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's very acceptable. I mean, it's not on the cheap end of prosecco, but it looks good. It tastes good. It's a smart bottle. Mm. And um, next uh, is is a white wine, and we we, yeah. we we love this. We knew it from before. We did know it from uh, before. But but it's it's it, this is is a lovely new vintage zero G Grunewaldliner twenty eighteen from Vagra. Only 12% again, lovely lower alcohol, and 1325. Uh, Indeed. So this cans. is this is Austrian Liner. Um, if you're not familiar with it, is very much the sort of Austrian signature white grape. Uh, it tends to give you wines that are a, well, a good alternative to those fresh racy wines like Sauvignon Blanc or Albarino or even Pinot Grigio, but it's gonna have a bit more character than Pinot Grigio, which it does. Very mm. herbal, fresh, pithy. It's not an oaky, creamy style. No, I think this one's lovely because some some greeners, especially the cheaper ones, just are sort of a bit tutti frutti and boring and one dimensional. This is actually a little get bit... you tutti. You, uh, you're criticizing really? me for my terminology, uh, and you've uh, just used tutti frutti. I saw someone tweeting about nerds, about <laughs> wines tasting like nerds. You know, the sweets. You, you don't nerds. mean the, you don't mean the geeks. You mean the actual sweets that drive me mad. Those little balls. yeah, no, no. Well, it was wine geeks tweeting about nerds. Ironically. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, um, but um, you know, you know. So, so no. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's fair sort enough. of confected. Right. But yeah. you, you know, sometimes the cheaper end do have a slightly um, kind of confected, like a boiled sweet mm. um, smell and but taste. I think we thought that this that is was a really, delicious. really good one. It's, it's got, again, it's got a great label. We, we'll put these on our on our website. Mm. But the label is funky, and it's just a lovely summer wine. Yeah, it's cool. And then we went on to the reds, and the reds were really, really exciting too, because um, the first one was uh, a garnacha, a Spanish garnacha from the Sierra de Gredos, which is super trendy, uh, where you get these... Where more... is that? Tell us. That's in Spain. <laughs> Come on. It's in Spain. Sierra uh, de Gredos. It's Madrid, isn't it? It's, but it's high Near altitude. Madrid. That's the Near important. Madrid. It's high altitude, and it's 
makes for really elegant pale whites, almost sort of Pinot Noir-esque. Yeah, uh, it definitely style. had that. It um, looked that colour, didn't yeah. it? So this is La Vigna um, de Ayer, it's Soto Manrique, Viejas Viñas de Garnacha, Vino del Pueblo, 2017. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> to say it quickly, I might get away with it. That's only 12, 1295. Um, but yeah. it's a really lovely new wave style of elegant Grenache. And, and ooh, yeah. it's, 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 you know. But it, I mean, I mean, the only thing to say about it, you know, the alcohol is 14%, so it it is a little bit punchy in its alcohol. Yeah. But... Other than that, really beautifully sort of spicy, fruity, right? Yeah, but, 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 but equally earthy and, and floral and, and, and sort of just really elegant. Yeah. Um, and we tried it with some, we didn't we, with some charcuterie and it was, it was yeah, we had really, some, really nice. some ham. Yeah. Ham. Um, <laughs> and then we, the next one's interesting because we disagreed about this one, didn't we? This we is did, the I'm uh, Tournant Victoria Shiraz Matilda 2017. This is made by Chapoutier, who obviously makes wines in France and in, in, in the Rhone and, and surrounding areas. But this is his wine in, in Australia, in, in Victoria. This is £13.50. It's not breaking the bank. It's not crazy. I really, really liked it because I think it was a cross between your classic Aussie or classic Victoria Shiraz and a bit something a bit more French. It had lots of violets and, and menthol and eucalyptus, and it, which is an amazing sort of striking aromatics, but actually quite elegant, almost sort of gently bittersweet on the palate. Um and, and so I, I was quite taken with it. You had I, reservations. I had reservations. I think it's it's well made, very well made, and that's not surprising coming from Chapoutier. I almost feel the fact it falls between um, a classic Victoria Shiraz and 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 a Rhone Syrah. Um, is its downfall. So, you know, it, it mm. is savoury, but it's quite firm as well. And, and the alcohol's 14.5%. And it, although it's well made, I, I did struggle with it in terms of real enjoyable uh, and enjoyability. Well, maybe wine. it's just not your kind of wine. It's just style, not my kind of wine. Really. And I that's, liked it. you know, that's fair enough. It's, it's a well made mm. wine. Mm. I also do think when you get it with food um, and mm. then maybe something like a barbecue, that would be mm. a really good yeah. match for See, it. That's true. So and it definitely improved when we had it. We had it with some food last night, yeah. with some ham, and then we had it with um, we had some duck, and it was be- much better. I felt. With, I, thought it with really, food. I thought it went really well with the yeah. ham and the duck. But uh, you know, horse so horses, those, if you like that style, great. Yeah. So those four wines are from the uh, Springers in the Air case. They are, and then we had a treat at the we end. We did have we? a treat because there's also a fine wine section mm. on the Berkman yeah, site. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for sending this, Alex, because it was really lovely to taste. It's a it's a Barolo. Mm, Brunotto. 2015. 2015. Only 13.5% alcohol, interestingly. Which uh, uh, which is quite unusual for yeah. those northern Italian it's, reds, no, isn't it? Well, it's £42.50, so it's, it's, it's not cheap, but my word, this is mm. fine wine, isn't it? It was fine wine. It was lovely, <sighs> lovely stuff. It's just um, really classic. sort of... It's classic, but it's very, you know, some Barolos can be really big and, and put hairs in your chest. This is the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> this is this is finely etched. This is precise and pure and almost Burgundian, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And very much, I think... F- for food, yeah, as no, are many yeah. of those Which, northern Italian And it did go reps. well with the food we had. We it had, did, didn't did, it? yeah, really. Um, so if you want something that's classic, but also just super elegant, and equally, yeah. if you've got the patience to keep this, this will age really, really well. But if not, it will. It drinks. It drinks now, well it? now, yeah. Mm-hmm. So some lovely wines, really, really. So there is a fine wine section if you want to splash out, and why not? We'd all do that in a restaurant, wouldn't we? Uh, so, so why not do it at home? Mm. Good shot. I think that's a, a brilliant idea. Let's make our homes into restaurants. What did I say? I saw this brilliant thing on social media yesterday. I think it was a lovely family who said, if we can't go to Hawaii, let's make Hawaii come to us. 
And so, so <laughs> they, did, they it. did it. They they got full on Hawaiian shirts, the 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 flowery necklacey, whatever they're called, the, the grass skirts. I love the, that. I think I even saw a coconut bra. <laughs> did you now? And they did it. So you can tell me about let's, that. Let's, well, the things I the things I get up to. Um, let's let's do it. Let's make our our homes into fine dining restaurants. And we can do that by going mm-hmm. to helpforhospitality.com and um, placing an order. Yeah, absolutely. Now, as we said at the top of the show, uh, please send us in your burning wine questions. We'd love to hear from you. Just go to susieandpeter.com forward slash podcast or do check out our social feeds too. We're on Instagram as Susie and Peter uh, and Twitter as Wine Schools for me and, and Susie Barry for you. Don't forget to subscribe as we'll be hearing some fascinating insights from the US, China and more from the UK in due course. Now, usually at this point, it's just goodbye and cheers. Mm. But this time, we've got a bit of a thanks to Alex, who is treating Mm. us all to an auditory cherry on the cake because we are being played out by Umbrella Birds from their album, Closing Ceremony, This is Vespertine Animal. Lilac 